You're listening to Season 11, Episode 173, recorded on June 22nd, 2021, live from Austin, Texas, with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Kim Stacy. Our musical guest is Bruce Smith. But first, our show is possible thanks to our patrons and sponsors. Join our community to get exclusive access to content, merch, your own spotlight, and more for as little as $1 a month. Your support helps us continue to showcase local artists. Sign up at CIMP.live. That's CIMP.live. Thank you for supporting local live music. And remember, to give the podcast a five-star rating, every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's comedians interviewing musicians. Hello and welcome to episode 173 of Comedians Interviewing Musicians. My name is Becky Joniel. I'm joined by my beautiful co-host Kim Stacy, and for the podcast listeners, her cat Celine Dion's face. Yes, yeah, just her chin and whiskers. So I'm just like, hello, like a through a jungle. I just thought, Hi. please don't be a butthole. Please don't be a butthole. Wait for it. It's gonna happen. Facebook flags us. No more butthole. Will it come from Celine Dion? Is <laughs> to say. Uh, we do want to say before we introduce our guests, we do want to wish a happy belated Father's Day to our beloved Ben Levy of our production team. He became a father for the first time last week. His name is Maxwell. He's beautiful. Um, Venmo Ben Levy some money. He needs diapers. Somebody Venmo Ben Levy. It's B-E-L-E-V-Y. Yes. Yeah, not Max. Maxwell doesn't have a bank account yet. She's very fresh, uh, but we're <laughs> going to make sure just uh, show some support for Ben this week. Uh, we follow him on Instagram and Twitter. So or and Facebook. So give him some love. He's a new daddy. Happy Father's Day to all the daddies out there. Wink. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, thanks again to our patrons and sponsors. Our, uh, I don't know, financial daddies. Is that a thing? Can I say that on Facebook without getting flagged? For- <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Hella appropriate. It's very appropriate. Uh, we thank you so much. And uh, for the people who are rolling in on Facebook right now, if you uh, are joining us right now, please uh, comment with a question if you've got one. Uh, without any further ado, we should introduce uh, our guest. Kim, you know what we haven't done in a long time? Uh, drugs together. And that and... Um, uh, and you know the oral but also do you want to look each other in the eye and um introduce our guest you know what's really fun is that his camera's on this whole time so everyone can see him but let's it doesn't do matter <laughs> facebook is cool i like it. all pretend let's, let's do it back in the day let's stare each other deep in the eyes right okay do i stare at the camera or stare at you I, i'm staring at you but i don't know I'm what my camera my looks vision. like so oh. okay and at the same time ready uh-huh. one, one two, two three, three. Bruce, bruce smith, smith. <laughs> at the same time but with a second delay hi bruce thanks for joining us thanks for having me y'all it's great to be here we appreciate hi, you're fantastic <laughs> where are you coming from us today where where, where are you at? i'm coming from pflugerville texas Ooh, so german <laughs> Yeah. I have no, yeah, no jokes, nothing. <laughs> nice. The Deutschland of Texas. Yeah. yeah. Does it smell, smell like schnitzel? Schnitzel and beer. Schnitzel. Mm, that's an aphrodisiac for sure. 
It's like it's actually just it's just his dogs. And like one of them smells kind of oddly like fried chicken that's been flattered. Ooh, sir. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I know my dog smells like Fritos 90 percent of the time and I wash her often, so I couldn't tell you. Um, this is Bruce Smith, the Bruce Smith band. Uh, thanks again for coming. This what episode is 173, girl. 173. I know. God, no wonder my back hurts. <laughs> We've been here for years. Um, Bruce, I know we've all been isolated uh, for a year and some change. And I know you've done some incredibly awesome socially distant shows and things like that. But is there something in quarantine that you picked up as a hobby or a newfound love for something that you found while staying home? Well, uh, the the shows were the best thing. Uh, That was just kind of a a crazy thing. Thing we put together uh, on March 18th uh, when things shut down. I'd heard that uh, that uh, John Legend had done something and Chris Martin had done something, and I knew that uh, a good friend of ours used to show us on Facebook on at the Driscolls. So I was like, "Well, we could try to do something," and uh, it turned into 54 shows every Wednesday, and that was that was a lifesaver for us. But the other thing I discovered uh, was I have always liked drinking wine, but I drank a lot more wine during COVID than I did prior. <laughs> yes, wine sales <laughs> through was, the roof. It was like, you know, my wife, Jen, would go out and she'd say, how many bottles of wine do we need now from the store? And I'd be like, well, I don't know, 30. <laughs> what what so kind drank, of wine? I drank a lot of wine. <laughs> yeah. Are you red, white? Red, red. I like mm. white. I like white, but uh, I, I prefer the red. So, yeah. and there's uh, there's Blaze. So. There's one dog. You've one got dog. three, right? The stars of the uh, of the Wednesday night social distancing show. Of course, of that course. you lovingly call the roadies. The roadies, correct? I can't. I love it. <laughs> oh, there's Ridge. That's a rare spotting right there. Wow, oh. there's two of it. Are they stuffed in a clown car? Like <laughs> they're in the they're, they're under the desk. They they. This is where they they hang out. Oh my God. It's a huge desk. It's gotta be. Yeah. They don't, they don't like yeah. sing with you or anything or hang out and listen to your music. Are they into it or they, over? They dance, they sing. Um, when they howl, it's pretty, it's something to actually behold. It's really actually kind of pretty, but uh, every now and then they'll do that when I'm playing or bark, but bark round vocals. That was another thing that came into uh, COVID. <laughs> That's amazing. And are we going to have a chance to interview them? Uh, I, I need to talk to their agent. That wasn't clear. Okay. Yes. No, we should have done it. Yeah. We should have done it ahead of time. Oh, sorry. They, That's they on Chris. Lots of paperwork. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I assume. Yeah. And lots of writers. <laughs> Our people should have called their people. It's, this is wildly embarrassing. Sorry, yeah. people. Um, I didn't sound, I didn't send soup bones to them. Just my yeah. dogs got them. A soup bone would do it for sure. That's for yeah. Sure. Chicken and vegetable. Them. Come on. A lot of red tape. <laughs> you see, my dog is like, so bougie she's like um chicken that's ridiculous sorry <laughs> um, does she need hawk i think well she's she's well her veterinarian thinks she has a sensitivity to chicken and i'm like well you're a dog you're not allowed to be sensitive to things i don't know what you want from me she's broke can you afford whitefish based food ma'am who doesn't work no didn't think so 
thought so. So if you want to support us, go to CIMP out live <laughs> to help feed the bat pig, white fish based food or whatever the hell she needs. Uh, and also if you want to support Bruce, you can go to Venmo at Bruce hyphen Smith hyphen two six or PayPal the Bruce Smith, the, the Bruce Smith band at Gmail uh, with a fist bump and a heart emoji. Is that what we decided on? Heart emoji. Yes. I love it. Keep it simple. Keep it sweet. Who doesn't love Bruce Smith? <laughs> I like that it kind of looks like it's like punch love. Like, well, it's a very abusive relationship we have with our emojis here. It's tough love. <laughs> oh, tough love. That's why the dogs ran out of the room. They're like, this is it. We're, <laughs> we're out of here. That's right. Done. Done. That's the tough love. Dad, it's getting old. And he yeah. goes, should we uh, hear our first song from Bruce? Smith? I would love to. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're enjoying this, please uh, tip with the fist bump and the heart emoji so they know it's real. Thanks, Becky Jo. Thanks. This is a new one from the record. It's uh, called Don't Forget to Look Up. Little uh, pick me up, I guess. It's too sad, eyes up off the ground. Cause big bad blues may be it down. Don't get a look up, don't get a look around. Baby, can your heart around, strap, throw that thing away. Go to pick up at the lost and find, I said nothing left me to say. Don't get a look up, don't get a look around. It's too sad, eyes up off the ground. Cause big bad blues can be it down. Don't get a look up. Don't get a look right. Go to work, there's something wrong, nobody looking in your way. Go to punching anytime, cards gone, no work, baby, no pay. Don't get a look up, don't get a look right. Get you too sad, apples up on the ground. Because big bad blues can be get down. Don't get a look up, don't get a look right. Tell you son, you never know what's coming round the corner. Got your head buried in your hands, you might miss us for the doctor over. Don't get a look up, don't get a look around. It's too sad, I'm up above the ground. Because big bad blue can lead you down. Don't get a look up, don't get a look around. Nothing but bad, bad news that you're rolling and a read. Promise you can sit next to you knows exactly how you're feeling. Don't get a look up, don't get a look around. It's too sad, eyes up on the ground. Cause big bad blues can be in down. Don't get a look up, don't get a look around. Don't get a look up, don't get a look around. Stare hold right into the ground. Cause big bad blues can be in down. Don't get a look up, don't get a look around. Don't get a look up, don't get a look around. Don't get a look up. A wonderful dance <laughs> appearance by one of the dogs. There's, yeah, Blaze is back in now. Hey, buddy. Yeah, mostly just looking at you like, hey, um, what's happening? No one's <laughs> paying attention to me. 
He's asking, he's asking for the rider. He's asking where's the paperwork. I'm sorry. The bones are on their way. The pupperwork. I apologize. Yeah. Said I said green M&Ms. We're not blowing past the fact that you just said pupperwork. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's why they leave. That's why they're like, bye. I'm over them. <laughs> just perfectly know. out of frame, too. Like, I see, like, a snoot every once in a while, and it's like, no. Yeah, yeah. it's artistic. Look at, oh, my God. Just staring. What it, oh. <laughs> <laughs> For the podcast the listeners, just, I know we say this a lot, just go to the YouTube videos. <laughs> you say this a lot. Please. I do, because look at the cuteness we have to deal with. Look at this baby who's just like, I'm just trying to be there for my dad. But he, you know, he doesn't ever include me and I never get my own microphone. And where is my tambourine? Damn it. Where's? Oh, yeah. So, so sweet. And like so attentive. She's like, yes, dad, I'm ready for the next course. Are you going to give yeah, me the key? Just what? looking at you so long. Anyway. Oh. I want someone to look at me the way that dog looks at you. <laughs> His uh, his second birthday was on Father's Day, so he just happy out. birthday, baby! Oh, second birthday! <laughs> and look how what like that is the large. <laughs> he said, "Well, don't don't call me large. I'll just take a nap then, Okay, large and in charge. Wow, love it. Okay. We love well, to well welcome to Kim's corner. Hey, hi, Kim." This is uh, the Hi. section of the, uh, the show where Kim gets to uh, creep on you, Nancy Drew, internet sleuth style. So okay. take it away, my beautiful Kimberly Stacey. With no consequences. None. Only some. None. Stop calling us lawyers. We're done. We've moved. <laughs> Over it. Uh, so I, of course, creeped on your dogs immediately. Uh, and I love that your dogs, you put them sometimes in t uh, bow ties. And yeah. for parties, um, some hats. Yes. I, they look adorable, like a greeting card, honestly. Yeah. But I know that some people, for like some reason, their number one pet peeve is when animals wear human clothes uh -huh. or like anything like that. Do you have a major pet peeve? Do I have a major pet peeve? Yeah. Um. If people don't clean up after their dogs, I would say that. And I, I used to live in New York City, and you would you would lose your life if you didn't clean up after your dog up there. So, ooh, was there like a cop, just like a poop cop, poop uh, police? You didn't need him. It was everybody was you knew everybody was watching you. So, but but that would be that would be that would be my my pet peeve. I hope people clean up. <laughs> like off-leash dog owners off-leash dog owners piss me off sir yeah. my dog is not as nice as your huff a lump of a something coming towards her she's not but i'm still allowed to walk my dog in public yeah. <laughs> well my dog does really well off-leash but the thing is he always has an invision like invisible leash so it's like he doesn't go very far and i can always see him so when he poops i'm right there I've, I've got it. I wasn't very fast in my hand. <laughs> it's invisible poop. <laughs> it's just like Wonder Woman. Ross is a wizard. Yeah, he's he's actually Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. just 
<laughs> She's got an invisible plane. Also, sorry, podcast people. Chris is talking to us about Wonder Woman's invisible poop like it's the lasso. Sir. No. It was really fun is that when we did mic check, I said poop and he told me I need to say poop louder. And now we're talking about poop. What a full circle. Story of our lives. Ridiculous. Where has my life gone? Look at your life. Look at your choices. Uh, uh, Just by looking at your Instagram, Bruce, Uh you can tell that you're a person who loves history. Oh, because sure. yeah. like a lot of your posts. I love also that's such a fun way to post your shows, like do a fun photo of, you know, someone from from the past. Uh, which historical events do you wish you could have been a part of? Oh, Ooh. that's a good question. Thank uh, you so much. I, I, uh, I I'm, I'm kind of crazy about like the American Revolution and stuff like that, like what was happening around then um, with the. Uh, you know, the signing of the Declaration of Independence and uh, on the 4th of July and, and that meeting and, and uh, even, you know, how the Constitution came to be, how all this, you know, colonies became states. I'm really fascinated by the genesis of, of our country. Uh, that's one historical time I, I, that fascinates me. The other is uh, the Civil Rights Movement and, uh, you know, yeah. Martin Luther King and Jr. And, and Jackie Robinson and Rosa Parks, you know, that that's a, a foundational event that I, I just find fascinating. And, and both of those events, you know, like like people say, history doesn't just happen. It has people need to create it and make it. And I think that those two events are especially uh, astounding for what they achieved and what they still continue try to continue to achieve. You know, I think we, we, we as ancestors or as that's our kind of responsibility to carry out those uh, endeavors. Absolutely. So that's, those are, those are two of the things. And of course the, the birth of rock and roll in like the early fifties and stuff. There I think it I is. That fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. That's way better than my answer of being there for the first Sephora opening. <laughs> I, I was going to say Stonewall. I'd love to throw a brick. Let's go. Oh, yeah. See? Uh, yeah, Let's yeah. go. Happy Pride. Great. <laughs> go. And I think I think we're very close to the anniversary of Stonewall. I think is it the is it the twenty fifth or twenty sixth? Twenty. I think it's the twenty sixth or the sixteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to I used to go by I used to pass the Stonewall quite a bit when I was in New York. I used to be in that neighborhood quite a bit. So it's always, you know, always something to look at and, you know, get some, you know, June 28th, 1969, day day after Judy Garland died. That's right. That's right. That's right. I wonder they threw bricks. Yeah, Yeah, that was that literally it it sounds like a it sounds like a punchline. Yeah. No, but like it's real. She was yeah. there, one of their biggest advocates at the time, That's and she was gone insane. and forgotten, and they were donezo. And the cops were like, "Yeah, we don't care if you're in the mafia. You're gay. Goodbye." Yeah, wow. not in the mafia, but in a mafia-owned establishment. Yeah. But that's that's an that's an incredible historical footnote about that. That was the day after Judy Garland died. That really is. Yeah. yeah. It, it is. It's 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 uh 
credited as somewhat of the tipping point. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was just the brutalization of gay, black and brown bodies before that. But <laughs> yeah, sorry, Kim. Oh, God. Pride corner. <laughs> uh, hey, did you guys know there's only two puking pigs in the world? It's a statue and one is in Italy and the others in Lindenville, Vermont, where I grew up. Ah. Puking pigs? History. <laughs> yeah, it's a, like a fountain. And oh. it's the statue. It could also it can also be seen in uh, Harry Potter, where they're up in the forbidden attic thing. They have that stored up there. But uh, for some reason, in this little town, Vermont, they have one of the original puking pigs, and it's just a pig. And then some the fountain it just spits out water. It's pretty interesting. The fountain's just full of cream and mushroom soup, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's just full of glam chowder. I'm sorry, Bruce. <laughs> it would be full of maple syrup, if anything. It's Vermont. It's Vermont. It's Vermont. Better Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <gasps> also, you're welcome for all of that. I would have done that. <laughs> uh, last question, because we were talking about it earlier with your dogs, mm -hmm. obviously with the riders. I want to know what would be on your rider. What would be on my rider? As far as uh, must haves, must haves. Um, how about a, a bottle of red wine? <laughs> Ooh, oh, we're talking like a Merlot, a Cab Sav. Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. Wow. Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm. Box. I was gonna say, Box. I hope you Box like Trader wine. Joe's. <laughs> like Trader Joe's two dollar wine. Hey, two buck Chuck is formidable. Hey. It gets the job done. It's it, all it, we ask. <laughs> right, and like, okay, Facebook, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure two buck Chuck is $2 because this guy cheated on his wife and she got ha she got the wine company. He got the money or whatever. And so she made it impossible for him to ever make money off of it. So she made it at market price. So he could never make money off of it ever again. God, I hope that's real. I'm going to Google it during the next, to think, but that's what my mom told me. And it either was a scare tactic to get me to never date infidelitous men, but, or I could also just be, I'm pretty sure that this woman was like, I see you, you want to make money and I don't care. Take this. Don't date a man with grapes. Don't do it. Red flag, red Curse. wine flag. A man who likes fruit, get out of there. I'm going to well, find out. Great. All I have to do is buy brew some wine and then you're set or a glass don't even have to have a bottle just a glass of red wine is fine. just a glass god you're so cheap <laughs> but what if like how old is the glass has it been breathing for a while like oh no oh fresh, yeah are you one of those winos wine <laughs> okay fresh wine for bruce wait is it called breathing is that what it's called what is it yeah Maybe. you gotta let it breathe uh, yeah let it breathe <laughs> It's a liquid. <laughs> you still need to breathe. All right, shape of water. Okay. Okay. Hey, listen, don't get me started on kombucha. <laughs> that stuff, it's living. Who doesn't want effervescent mushroom water? Any who's old. <laughs> okay. I'm excited for two new songs if anybody else is. 
Yes, yes, yes. And I'm going to Google the two buck Chuck story so I can make sure I fact check myself before the two people who know anything about two buck Chuck piss piss off in the fucking comments. So we'll make sure this is a couple more songs from Bruce Smith. If you're enjoying yourself, please tip Bruce on Venmo at Bruce hyphen Smith hyphen 26 or on PayPal at the Bruce Smith band at gmail.com with a fist bump emoji and a heart emoji so that they know you listen to this episode. So without any further ado, here are two more songs from Bruce Smith. Enjoy. Thanks guys. So we were talking about uh, the dogs in, uh, and during COVID we were, we were walking more often than we had prior. And, uh, there was one night in particular that uh, the sky was just has been beautiful all last summer. And uh, I noticed that Venus was way up for a while. And, and then it was a nice, beautiful moon and then it descended. And so I was with the dogs one night and I was like, Oh, Venus fell. So I wrote this song as we were walking one line turned into another turned into another and, by the time I got home, I, uh, I had this song. So I, my co-writers are uh, Ridge, Bo, and Blaze, but don't tell their people because then, you know, I got to do all those writers. Anyway, Venus Fell. Venus fell down and now she slipped in the moonlight. Venus fell down and now she tripped in the moonlight Staring at the stars, searching for answers Knowing Jupiter and Mars Don't help romances when it comes to your heart Great big bang pattern, I'd be better off I thought On the rings of Saturn over you over you Venus fell down and now she tripped in the moonlight Venus fell down and now she slipped in the moonlight In a stellar space Whole worlds are crashing with the meteoric pace Reckless passion, black holes churning up, the aurora like the black holes burning up, my aorta over you, over you. Venus fell down and now she tripped in the moonlight. When I go to bed, Close my eyes Neath the deepest Darkest skies And only pray When morning comes Greeted by Warm and hopeful Sun Venus fell down And now she tripped In the moonlight Venus fell down and now she slipped in the moonlight. Venus fell down and now she tripped 
in production right now. Uh, it's about the last guitar that Buddy Holly played. It's on display in the Buddy Holly Museum up there in Lubbock. Highly recommend if you get up that way, you check it out. So I'll do it for the fine folks of Lubbock, for Buddy Holly, and for the lovely widow bride, Ms. Maria Elena, and for all the folks working on that movie. It's called 59 Stratocaster. I've actually got to play this song a couple times for Buddy Holly's birthday up in Lubbock. Couldn't do it during COVID, which was uh, a drag, but hope to do that again this year. Well, he laid it down, put her in a place in that old Leo Fender custom case, sweat fresh on him from his boyish face. Maybe he said goodnight, off he raced. Safe and sound, tucked in, old, ready to ramble down. Open road, warm from the bitter winter cold. From the young man's hands and stories, his feet is cold. All the wheels on the bus move faster, faster through cold cornfield. Frozen pasture, open all along just to meet my mask. That old three tone songbird, Stratocaster. Yeah, the boys came out, rocked that night. Hey, playing it pretty, playing it tight from Raven on. Well, all right, crickets clicking and sticking and picking, man. Not a sound. She brought it all home in a final jam with a bomb, balls of fire, brown eyed, handsome man. Kids kicking up their surfboard and saying she was smiling gently to the heavenly band. Oh, the wheels on the bus go faster, faster through cold cornfield, frozen pasture, rolling all along just to meet the master that old three tone song. And the chords ring out from all time, from that bitch of February back in '59. She would never let him go, never let him even try, but nothing could keep that boy from trying to fly. Well, for all time, she is cast sitting all alone. Case of glass like the sword in the stone. Days gone past, waiting for a young prince to return at last. All the wheels on the bus go faster, faster through cold cornfield. Frozen past your boat, no longer just to meet the master. Old three tone song, Stratic Pass. The wheels on the bus go faster, faster through cold cornfield. Frozen past your boat, no longer just to meet the master. Old three tone song, Stratic Pass. 
Yes. Okay, so I was not only tragically wrong about Trader Joe's, but I think I might have written a better Netflix series about uh, Two Buck Chuck than... <laughs> so, uh, basically, uh, he uh, could maintain having a $1.99 uh, bottle of red and white varieties when it hit the shelves in 2002. Um, prices have increased slightly. You might see $3.75 Chuck somewhere um yet sales have remained strong trader joe's sold more than 800 million bottles in the 12 years um but not a whole lot of stores could like support uh that and apparently uh less than 10 years later he was charging like 14 dollars a bottle but they had like a wax issue and it lost like 1400 barrels of wine so uh, the Shaw signed off on a deal uh, to double the production uh, and then it flopped and he lost millions. And then in parentheses, it says rumors world that Shaw cut wine prices despite his ex-wife. Those have, those are false. That's what I was thinking. Um, but he ended up selling his entire franchise to Franzia. Oh, really? Yeah, his wife sold it. Well, it that's, that's what, that was the rumor is that his wife sold it to be a dick, but apparently he did sell it to Franzia. This is from uh, Reader's Digest. I don't know, whatever. Either way, I still think there should be a Netflix show about how his wife got cheated on and was like, that's it, I'm taking him out. I'm going to write it. Don't what worry. What an intense y'all. history on some cheap wine. Cheap wine. I mean, shit. <laughs> I remember the days when my mom drank a bunch of yellowtail and now she's like bitching at me if I get her something that's under 50 bucks. And I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> beggars can't be two buck chucks. Any who's all. <laughs> this is the segment of our program. We're going to play a little game. Uh, we mentioned earlier several times Bruce's adorable dogs. Uh, thanks again, Bruce, for letting us see your cute little roadies. Um, for those unfamiliar with the breed. Oh, yeah, there's there's a little spluted roadie. Oh, there's the ridge. You can see the ridge. Yeah, you can totally see the ridge. It's gnarly. A Rhodesian Ridgeback is a is a breed of dog. And for those unfamiliar, it, it, it's a beautiful, tall, brown hunting dog with like black undertones in the fur. But they're on their spine where their haunches, their hackles. Is that what's called? Their hackles. Uh, it looks almost permanently raised, but it goes the different direction. Oh, hi, Pippa. There's a there's a different Ridgeback. <laughs> this is a Pippa. This oh, is a, a Pippa. Pippa. Sweet little Pip. Um, other, other known uh, name for her is a Ridgeback toy. Oh, <laughs> yes, because she's so tiny that that dog could just push her over. A toy Ridgeback. Um, I my uh, college pot dealer had a Ridgeback yes. named Bandit, and he ate a half an ounce of weed once and took a good two day long nap. Um, but they're incredible dogs, big, beautiful. Giant. I mean, of course, a college drug dealer has a massive dog. I love that you have a horde of them. Uh, <laughs> oh, there we go. Ross. He loves a horde. He loves a horde. I love he's a horde of dogs. But also like Kim, if you if you can somehow wrangle Ross back into frame at some point and prove to the world how much he needs to be a drug dealer's dog, the man is vicious. He's vicious. Uh, he's a terrifying little Papillon mix. Is he a mix? He's just a Papillon? No, he's a Papillon no, mix, he's right? A, he's a Pap- Papillon Karen Terrier. That's yeah. He's a Papillon Toto dog. Mm-hmm. Cute little thing. Um, ears, sass, just ears and sass. Uh, that's what yeah. a drug dealer needs, really. Um, but we're going to do a little quiz on Rhodesian Ridgebacks. 
this is the the first quiz kind of will come back. Uh, the first question will kind of come back. This is a broad answer question. Can you name any famous celebrities that are known for having Rhodesian Ridgebacks? There are a few. I, I cannot. Wait, I let's guess. Let's Who guess. would own 50 Cent? There is, um, I'm not seeing any rappers in this particular group. There's a dancer, an actor, an actor, an actress, another actor, um, a basketball player. Oh. Uh, Jack. Did you say Jack? Jack. Jack. Oh. I wish, though. Jack. Actually, uh, oh, Blake, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin has a uh, Rhodesian respect. Oh. Oh, that makes sense. Charlize Theron is really into Ridgebacks. Would she's kind of she's kind of a Rhodesian Ridgeback in her own way. Um, Patrick Swayze, he did. Wow. Um, Anthony Kiedis, uh, Grace Kelly had a Rhodesian. Um, and this is really fun. The one of the first North um, first American breeders uh, in like modern. America breeders of the Rhodesian because their their lineage is relatively young because they are a mixed breed that has turned into an American Kennel Club recognized breed. Um, but Errol Flynn, the 1930s and 40s actor Errol Flynn, was one of the first prolific breeders of Rhodesian Ridgebacks in Hollywood. And sadly, the bloodline that he originated has become extinct because of how expensive his bloodline was. It's like just, a you know. Adopt, don't shop, but Errol Lint, whatever. Uh, okay, what are they a cross of? They're a cross of hot one particular hot. breed and another one. Hot and tot? Is it a hot and tot? Hot and tot? What's a hot and tot? Okay, now I need to Google what a hot and tot is. Something, maybe I'm, um, shoot. My, see, my wife would know that. Oh, yes, this is the uh, Afrikanis. It's a land race of dogs found in South Southern Africa. Oh, they are cute. They look a lot like. Is it are they the same? Because I'm, I'm the the word I got was um, Kohoi Kohoi. Oh, bless you. I know. Right. And the it could I'm, I'm looking at the same pictures. They must be the same because they're we don't like it. They must be the same. But uh, the Hottentot or the Kohoi Kohoi dog, they were bred um, by and this says European settlers. Right. They were bred by other. They were bred by white colonizers with mastiffs, bloodhounds, Great Danes, and greyhounds. And now they have somehow developed into this beautiful American Kennel Club recognized breed. But they were originally bred. Uh, the the Cahoy Cahoy or the Hottentot was originally bred to fight lions. They are huge, hundred and ten pound dogs. They get big. They fight lions. If you haven't seen enormous dog orgy that you just said. Yes. Well, they weren't bred with all of them at the same time, Kimberly. It was over the amount of time. Oh, I was trying to think about how they communicated who was on top. Like basically they they bred they bred one of the Africanis with a mastiff and then one with a bloodhound, one with a Dane, one with a greyhound, and they bred all their babies together. And the other one would watch and then they would just very deliverance yes um okay so in my head <laughs> what kind of activity other than hunting do they mostly excel at driving cars kimberly <laughs> they're they're funny but they are very lazy they're either 
on the move or they they just lounge out you know they're 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 kind of off and on switch you know oh my god just just like musicians and comedians (laughs) it's very true they're either on the go or they're like please leave me alone and shut the door well, that's the thing, too, with the supposedly with the, the intentional breeding of those four European dogs with this Afri- South African dog is that South African dog is go, 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 go. A Mastiff, a Greyhound, a Great Dane, um, a Bloodhound. Those are all notoriously lazy dogs until they have something to do. But along that line with Greyhounds, uh-huh. right, with Greyhounds, they're really good at lure coursing. So like the like Greyhound dog tracks. Um, where they put like a or fake rabbit or a fake mouse for the greyhounds to chase. Apparently, Rhodesian Ridgebacks are also inherently bred for chasing tiny things. I didn't know that. Interesting. That's they why they would love a Pippa. They, uh, they're crazy up here because we got rabbits everywhere. So <gasps> that makes sense. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Very, very high prey drive. Yes. Have they ever caught a rabbit? Uh, I'm not going to answer that. Oh, my God. That's going to be devastating. <laughs> What do you do? Oh my God! Take what do you do with your dogs? Like, oh my God! Yeah, do you? Well, our first Ridgeback. This is a good story. Our first Ridgeback. She was. She actually caught a rabbit. She caught like these. Well, I'm not gonna type. But our our first dog actually ran down a rabbit, caught caught the rabbit, and was so proud. Started running back to me to show me what she had done. Of course. And I'm like thinking, oh my God, and I said, Nadra, you know, drop, drop you know, drop it, drop it. Well, the rabbit was playing possum. And as soon as she dropped the rabbit, he took off. And, uh, but, but she was gentle. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she, was, she was just playing, but uh, it was, she it was pretty impressive. She actually, you know, the hound dog caught a rabbit. That's <laughs> and, 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 yeah. and it was a release and, you know, catch and release. So yeah, she was just like, I just wanted to show you how fast I was. Calm down. <laughs> That's the thing about hunting dogs. They don't actually, uh, like latch to kill yeah it's like latch to present yeah because yeah. they're bred not to crush important parts that you could eat so right. it's just bring back something that is still alive and then you do the awful i mean i we had an akita when i was growing up and she was an akita german shepherd mix so she was like a little akita because the akitas are bigger than shepherds but she was like small because of the breed and we were my sister and i were like six and five out in the backyard and my mom was gardening and she had dug up something and hit a mold in and Kita was like, like <laughs> she just picked every single one up, shook it and presented it at my six year old feet. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with these. Thank you for, I guess, providing dinner. You're so sweet. Um, Ooh, this is fun. Okay. What, you know how like uh, pugs, the, like a black pug is just a black pug, but the, the, cream colored pug is a fawn pug mm-hmm. what is the specific kind of coloring pattern called on a rhodesian ridgeback 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 <laughs> um sand dune that's not that's kind of cute that's good eh? uh, i don't know i will give you a hint it starts with the w You're just staring at the Rhodesian like I'm hoping it's an osmosis size into my brain. Yeah. Is maybe there will be um a sticker. Starts with a W. Yeah. Like a, a is a whoosh a color? 
So close. Okay. <laughs> Actually called a, a Wheaton or a red Wheaton. Oh. The redder oh, they are. Wheat. That makes sense. And they there's they're supposed to have they have the caramel color on top, but the the skin color and the hair closest to the skin is very dark. Yeah. Which uh, is supposed to help them regulate their body temperature. And and, and they are they're noticed they're they're called like the Navy SEALs of dogs because they can withstand a lot of uh, various temperature variances and they can go without water for a long time. They can run for a long time. Like they're really they're 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 amazing. Well, they're desert they're desert dogs. They're Sahara dogs. So like in the Sahara, it's a hundred and sorry, my air conditioning unit has been freaking out. Sand dune. Like they can withstand 120 degrees in dry heat and then also 30 degrees Fahrenheit because that's what it's like at the desert at night. It's pretty gnarly. They're Who incredible. Knew that this show was so educational. We're teaching no children. Yeah, I'm yes, I will tell all the kids tomorrow at summer camp all the things I know about this dog. And that's true. I don't know. I've learned that. a lot. I've learned a lot about my own dogs. <laughs> it's a Wheaton. I have sand dune, you idiot. <laughs> this is okay. So I two more. One of them is I, not really a trick question, but I feel like anyone who owns this dog is going to be like, why would this? Um, as a rule, this breed is not known for what common dog trait. They don't smell. They, they, yeah, they really they're and they don't shed. Um, that's true. They're short hair. They don't shed. Really? Are 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 they hypoallergenic or are they just they just don't? I do. I don't know. They're, they're, yeah, there's no there's no point because they're desert dogs. They don't they don't shed like that. That coat yes. is meant to withstand both. Yeah. Do you have to get them groomed? Uh, no, no. What? Never have to cut them. Yeah, they, their hair just they just stays the same. Yeah. I've got to get rid of my dog. He's so expensive. <laughs> I have to keep <laughs> getting him shaved. It's actually barking. Uh, the, the breed was bred to not bark because they're hunting dogs unless it's important. Yeah. They're not supposed to, but the domestication of them turning into house pets has actually made them relatively predatory with barking in their own homes because other triggers have different differentiated. But I think that's super funny. Like they told me my dog, she's a quarter Shola wheat squeak me. And like, they were like, Oh no, she's a Mexican hairless. She's not supposed to bark. I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. He doesn't bark. She screams. She screams yeah. like a demon. <laughs> it's terrifying. Um, but this is the last one. And maybe my favorite one, because in 2019, the American Kennel Club crowned their first Rhodesian Ridgeback as best in show. Um, I also didn't know that they named uh, show dogs the way they name like racehorses. What? You know, you know how like a racehorse isn't named Kevin? It's like it a be. league of there, a league of this horse or whatever. Like yeah. why? Yeah. Why? Why does it have like pudding cup? Yeah, like new wellness. Like what the hell? Yeah, it's like the last horse on the left. We're like, why is this the horse? Okay, I wish they get these grandiose names. Apparently, also at the American Kennel Club because it's a bloodline. It's a bloodline, so they 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 take it very seriously. I didn't know that was a thing. I have a mutt, whatever. Um, But can you name the 2019 American Kennel Club national champion? Oh. 
Um, Checking out. Professor Esquire Harrington the <laughs> Third. Professor like, oh. Lawyer Harrington the Third. <laughs> Esquire Junior of Southernville. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I'm so smart. Wait, Bruce, I want to hear like okay, if you could if you could we'll just pretend if you if one of your roadies was winning AKC's national champion. What would your bloodline be called? It would be called the crazy, lazy, hazy Ridgebacks. I love that. I want that on a t-shirt. Well, too bad because the winner was a touch of class. No, of course it was. And of course we don't know the name because we're not classy. But they also called her Penny. Nope, I'm out. Uh, Did they? Yeah. I hate that. I hate that. I love, <laughs> love and hate it. But when people have like, especially, I hope that none of my camp parents are watching or listening to this. But sometimes there are ridiculous names for kids, and it'll be this incredibly, you know, uh, Anderson Lovell, Samson, James, Samsung, and you're like, why is it the like longest, most complicated name ever? But they're like, oh, but don't worry, we we just call them Leaf. And it's like, what the? Excuse me? Oh, I, I had a kid named Arrow once, and I was like, go home. <laughs> I, Arrow, sir. I can't. And you know, you know, his mom is like somewhere culturally appropriating a teepee in his bedroom. You're like, go <laughs> to fucking bed. Her name's Savannah. Like, no. <laughs> no. But it's spelled with a PH. Oh. Yes, Savannah. Yeah, you're like, excuse me? No, arrow is spelled with the PH. You figure it out. Who knows? <laughs> I used to say when I would go to bars and guys would ask me for my name and number, um, I would tell them that my name was Chantal with a silent seven. So that's how you spell it. It's got a seven in there. And then they would go, <sighs> and I'm like, if you don't get it, then you don't get it. Oh, I literally just tell grown men, yeah, my name is BJ. And if they laugh, I laugh at them for being seven years old. Or if they say, what? I'm like, gender norms are a lie. And then I throw a smoke bomb and I leave. Wow. That's how that works. Any hoozle. Uh, <laughs> this has been episode 173 of Comedians Interviewing Musicians. Uh, you, If you're just tuning in, sorry, rewind. Uh, my name is Becky Joe. This is my beautiful co-host, Kim Stacy, in her beautiful tarot dress. Thank you. Also, my dog is, I try to get Ross in the frame, but now he's just passed out in the chair next to me. Some co-co-host. Check his vitals. He's. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's. Hello? He whiffed. <laughs> he's coked out. Someone get him a water. Anywho, we're <laughs> we going to hear one more song from Bruce Smith. But before we uh, go to this and then do our quick little live stream cutout, we are going to cut the live stream and record an extra special behind the scenes Patreon exclusive for what? you. What? Yes. So if you want to see that, be sure to go to CIMP.live and join our uh, Patreon subscription. You can see all of our exclusive content there. You've got tons of stuff coming for you. It's episode 173. You could entertain yourself for the next pandemic. Okay. Like just get on, listen to Ross. He knows. He says, I need a new retainer. He needs that orthodontia done. He's got perfect teeth. What he needs is a breath mint.
Okay. Yeah. Well, someone get him a breath mint. Join our Patreon today to support <laughs> Ross's <laughs> breath mint <laughs> surgery. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a box yes. of Altoids. Just like also if Altoids is here, just, you know, uh, be you want to be a sponsor? You I sponsor oh, my God. Altoids. Let's talk about bringing back those chocolate mints. Like dog Altoids. Is that a thing? Someone's got to figure that out somewhere. Um, but if you if you had a good time and you want to support Bruce, please go to Venmo at Bruce hyphen Smith hyphen 26 or at PayPal, the Bruce Smith band at gmail.com. Use a fist bump emoji and a heart emoji so that they know you listened to this episode. Uh, and without any further ado, we're going to hear one more song from Bruce. If you want to hear more, join the Comedians and Every Musicians Patreon. I have no idea if this is picking me up. What a great Fourth of July present for your neighbor. Yeah. And happy belated uh, Father's Day to Ben Levy again. We love you. And all the dads out there. All the dads. We love you. Love you. Make some good uh, noise for Bruce Smith, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Here's another one off the new record. It's about a little town called Campbellton, just south of Pleasanton, south of Pleasanton, just south of San Antonio. You blink, you'll miss it. Rambling to Campbellton. I'm rambling to Campbellton, traveling, javelin, ambling, scrambling, dabbling back. See my precious little and rose. I got to tell you no, sir. No, I'm my smosa. Don't get close when I see the abscos. I'm rambling to Campbellton now. Corpus Christi on Comprox Road, Daddy D spins lean on radio. Five o'clock, Friday whistle fixing the blow. Wheels wax gas, go go go. I'm rambling to Campton, traveling to Jaffrin, ambling, scrambling, dabbling, battling. See my precious little and rose. I got to tell you no, no one my smoke. No one get close when I see the ass go. I'm rambling to Campton now. First one out of the line, jammer in the gear, pop a cops, cool the folk, ice cold, beat a couple miles, 37, coast is clear, but knows the way, so I barely need to steer, I'm rambling, captain, traveling, my javelin, ambling, scrambling, dabbling, battling, super precious, little and a rose, I got to tell you no, no, I'm a sponsor, don't get close when I see the ass go, so I'm rambling, the captain now. There ain't a W in camp because it ain't no town. Probably named it after some old campground. Ain't even got a horse, nary a cow, but my baby rings a bell and keep me coming around. Taking out and change what I made in four to five. It's a little far, but I kind of like to drop you like a lucky leprechaun on this rainbow ride. Baby, waiting for me on the other side. I'm rambling, the Kimberton traveling, my javelin ain't been scrapping, dabbling back. See my precious little and a rose. I got to tell you, no, sir. No one my smokes. No one getting close when I see the Addis Ghost. I'm rambling, the Kimberton now. I'm no one get close when I hear the Addis Ghost. I'm rambling, Campton now. I'm no one get close when I taste the Addis Ghost. Rambling, Campton now. Yeah. Yes. 
Uh, thanks again to Bruce Smith for being here. Uh, we really appreciate you. And thanks to all of our patrons and sponsors. We love you. And to people who tuned in on Facebook today, thanks again. Um, if you liked this podcast, uh, like, follow, subscribe, comment, whatever the cool TikTok teens do. You know how it goes. Um, and join our Patreon for exclusive content. We are going to film uh, another song and a couple more questions for you. So if you want to see it, you know where to go. Kim, love you. Love Bruce, you. Bruce, love you. Thanks, uh, love y'all. Let's wave goodbye to the Facebook fans and uh, we'll see y'all later. Bye, Bye. friends. Okay, head over to CIMP.live and get your bonus videos, photos, merch, and more. And remember, give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. Find all the full videos and past podcasts at musicfirsthand.live. Thanks for listening. See you next time.